All right. Well, welcome, welcome everybody. This is Stephen Michael Miller, and I've got here with me uh, Chris Crone. Uh, so glad to have everyone here on the call. We've got a lot of people jumping on right now. It is Monday morning, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, and uh, really just so excited to to be awake, to be alive. Um, there are so many amazing things happening. This is a wonderful time of year. It's crisp and cold here in in Utah, in Orem, Utah. And uh, just a great time to be alive. Um, wanted to start off this call this morning and, and kind of go through some housekeeping items. We've got some amazing events that are coming up, and we're really excited. Uh, are so grateful for all the efforts that all of you are putting into building out these events. And uh, and I'll tell you, so many people are stepping up into leadership uh, and into leadership positions with some of the amazing shifts that have happened in the compensation model that allow us all really to work together like a family. It's just opened up the door to so many different possibilities. And uh, one of those things, one of the things that we've been doing now to work with our leadership uh, and to have our leadership also work with us in, in really growing and, and finding new leaders and, and raising people up in that way is our Limitless Leadership Training. Now, this Limitless Leadership Training, if you haven't gotten the emails or if you haven't been able to participate with us yet, uh, it are on Tuesdays now at 11 a.m. at Chris Crone's home. Again, those are Tuesdays. Uh, at 11 a.m. at Chris Crone's home. This next one is crucial. It's a very critical uh, meeting that we're have, having. Uh, we're stepping into the holidays. We're going to be taking a week off after this event. So uh, please make sure that you put this on your calendar. That's tomorrow, the 20th, uh, at at 11 a.m. Um, we've got Carson, who is our, our the head of all of our AV and digital media, who's going to be training and teaching people how to put on regionals and really manage the, the technical side of that. You know that a good event flows well. Uh, you know, you, you get your, the music playing, which is a huge component of building the proper mood. You get your videos playing just the, just the right way. And just that whole, you know, creating the atmosphere is so important to a successful event. So Carson's going to be doing a, a quick training on that. We've got Wileen that's going to be stepping up. A lot of you know Wileen as, as one of our guardian angels who has been with us for such a long time, has blessed so many lives in helping people to overcome their limiting beliefs and really step into this concept of belief breakthrough. But she's going to be teaching on the scripting of, of how to invite people, the, really, the, truly the how to get people to come to these different events to step into leadership. Uh, she's been an amazing leader here with us. Uh, as well as in so many other aspects of her life. So we're grateful to have her uh, with us at the leadership training tomorrow. And then, of course, Chris and I have got some other surprises and, and secrets up our sleeves that we're going to be training on. Uh, so make sure that you attend. Make sure that you come and be there with us. If you're out of state or out of town or can't make it in, you can always call in. We'll be posting all that information also uh, on our tribe page. So wanted to touch on that. Hey, Stephen, this is Chris. I just want to jump in and just let everyone know um, these meetings each that we're holding, they're now leadership training meetings. And I opened up my personal home for this because this is, for me, the most important meeting of the week where we get to come together, um, everyone from Limitless Land, and we get to unite ourselves in growing ourselves as leader, in growing the movement, and being compensated for that. And uh, tomorrow is very special. We have lined up these special speakers like Stephen has mentioned, but it's all about this very crucial time. You guys know that, next, that, that Christmas Eve is coming in six days, right? So this particular meeting, I've been doing launches for a decade with, uh, with my businesses, and w the plan that we set in motion on Tuesday is what is going to determine what your January looks like, and especially since we're starting all the new leadership pools in February, to maximize the compensation model. Some of you are here for the compensation. Some of you are here to grow yourself as a leader. Some of you are here to be mentored. For all three of those reasons, be at my house on Tuesday with Stephen and I. The rest of the leadership team with Limitless is showing up so that collectively we can work together in launching our master plan for what January gets to be, and we need your leadership to do that. So I'm excited for the content that's prepared. It's going to be truly wonderful time together and uh, Stephen and I and the rest of the leaders, we look forward to having you there. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Um, in addition to that, January, like you said, it, this is the time to start preparing and planning for January for the next year. Don't wait till January 1st to, to set your goals and to start moving forward. 
Um, but I'm telling you right now, our January Limitless event is going to be unbelievable and amazing. We're doing some new things that we have never done before uh, that we're super excited about. Don't want to get into all the details of that just yet, but, but I'm telling you right now, if you've, if you've been before and it's been a while, make it, uh, make it really a priority to come and bring people with you. This is going to be just a tremendous event. It's January 18th through the 20th. Again, it's January 18th through the 20th. Get registered. Get your people registered. It's going to be just a, a truly tremendous, tremendous event. So with that, um, I want to go ahead and jump into kind of what Chris and I are going to be doing over the next several weeks. Um, we want to talk about how you manifest the life that you want. And really what we're doing is a manifestation series. And I'm really excited about this manifestation series because uh, as a lot of you know, um, the Limitless book is coming out. Chris has been working tirelessly with so many others to, to put this together. And, and I mean, I was sitting down with Chris just a couple days ago, and he was talking to me about uh, part of this book. And Chris, I don't know, if, can, I, can I talk about this at all? Oh, light it up. All right, <laughs> which I, I'm super excited for. There is a, a, a major portion of this book uh, towards the back of the book that really kind of go through limiting beliefs, but then the turnarounds, the, you know, the top thousand limiting beliefs that you and I and everyone else and their dog faces and how to overcome them, what the actual turnarounds are. So if you've ever been stuck and you've ever, been, you've ever felt like, man, I've, I've got this limiting belief, I've got this thing I'm facing, but I just don't know how to really, what to choose or what my choices are and how I can turn this around powerfully for myself. This is a how-to guide. Uh, and I've never seen it done this way before. And so I'm super excited about this. But uh, there's so many other amazing things. And really what Chris and I want to do is just take an opportunity to, before the book comes out and as it's kind of in this pre-launch phase, to start helping you manifest that life that you want. So you can start implementing a lot of these principles, of course, many of which are the things that we teach at Limitless. But so anyway, so for the next few weeks, we're going to be going through this manifesting series. So what I want to do here um, is, Chris, I think what, we, what we'll do is we'll just kind of start with uh, the law of attraction. How does that sound? Yeah, you know, Stephen, that's good. We've got these nine laws. And, and if I could just intro this for everyone, um, Limitless is about belief breakthrough, and it is about manifesting. I would say that those are two of the biggest cornerstones um, that we build on so that we can access the light and truth that is available to each one of us and leverage it for the intention and purpose for why it's there in the first place, which is this. We are creators. We are here on planet to create. And take a look between happy people and unhappy people for just a minute here. Because if you take a look at so many of the unhappy people, so often unhappy people also happen to be the what? The unconscious people. And unconscious people, what they're doing is they're repeating patterns of the past. And many unconscious patterns lead to misery, unhappiness, and depression. When you wake up and you take a, you take a sip of that limitless juice and realize, oh my gosh, I am the conscious creator of my life, all of a sudden a new day dawns because you have the power through choice to create something new. Create, create, create. And so Stephen and I are here to talk about how you step into being the most conscious creator of your life, how you only uh, put patterns in place that build and grow your life the way that you want, and how you demolish all the ones that are tearing you down. So we're going to be taking week by week, the next nine weeks, the nine laws. We're going to be sharing with you some of the warnings of how you can abuse the law and also what the law is and how you can use it to your advantage. And um, I believe that this training sequence over the nine weeks is perfect timing with January coming up to make sure every single one of you here gets the biggest unfair advantage you can possibly have to rock out your life as a creator. And uh, we'll be bringing different guests on and we'll be sharing some amazing stories. But as we teach these laws, we're always going to be giving you an action step of what we want to invite you to do so that you can elevate your life. So this is highly participatory. So get ready. And Stephen, let's get started with, with, uh, with the law of attraction. I love it. So, you know, it's interesting. If I look back when I first heard about the law of attraction, honestly, it was probably 15 years ago or so is my guess. I, I, I don't remember exactly when The Secret came out, but I remember all, uh, it was almost as if it was overnight. 
there was this massive movement. And this isn't to say that personal development hadn't been around because, of course, it had been around forever. Um, the Secret wasn't the first book or, or uh, movie to mention the law of attraction. As a matter of fact, if you go back into some of the earliest personal development books, you look at Wallace Waddles and you look at Napoleon Hill and you look at all of these greats, they all talk about the law of attraction. But I remember for me, um, the first time that it really hit me heavily was when The Secret came out. And I, I, we got a copy of, of the movie. Um, we started watching this movie. And we had, you had all these different individuals that were talking about this, this unknown secret or this idea, really which was all based around this law of attraction, where you, you bring about what you think about, uh, this idea that um, like attracts like. And when I think about, you know, I think about this whole concept, this, is, this really permeates through every aspect of your life. It, it, this is all about your thoughts. This is all about the words and the verbiage that you use. This is all about your actions and the golden rule. This is, this, I mean, really, the law of attraction is something that affects every single part of everything that we're trying to create. And yes. so if we're not aware of it, go ahead. I was just going to jump in and, and, and just share. I've collected a couple of favorite quotes that I personally have on the law. Absolutely. When I, when I first came across this law, I want to share how I abused it to kick my brother-in-law's trash in, um, in racquetball. <laughs> uh, which is I remember funny that. Because he, he had been beating me for quite some time. Um, so it, it's interesting, this idea. Stephen says that this isn't just a new age thought. This is something, I mean, you can go back to the Proverbs of Solomon that says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Or Buddha says, what you think you become. Um, as a man thinketh is a really wonderful classic book that I love. And in it, here's a quote. It says, man is made or unmade by himself. In the armory of thought, he forges the weapons by which he destroys himself. He also fashions the tools with which he builds for himself heavenly mansions of joy and strength and peace. By the right choice and true application of thought, man ascends to his divine perfection. But also, by the abuse and wrong application of thought, he descends below the level of the beast. Between these two extremes are the grades of character, and man is their maker and master. And what incredibly potent words. So I've got this whole law of attraction thing totally new on my table. It was maybe 2006, I think. Um, and uh, I had watched the video that night, and I thought, okay, how could I apply this idea that whatever I'm going to think about, I'm going to bring about? And I thought, well, here's the most painful thing in my life right now. I introduced my brother-in-law to racquetball six months ago, and I would beat him for the first couple months we played, but he's pretty athletic, and he caught on, and he got good, and he got gooder than me. And for the last two months straight that we play, he'll beat me three games every Wednesday. And I thought, wow, he's on like a 20 or 30 game winning streak. Let's go find out if this law of attraction is bunk. So what I did is before I went to bed, I envisioned myself and I started thinking about the next morning about how well I played. Um, I was thinking about my strategic ball placement and I, I was looking at some of my weaknesses on the court and how my and how my serves were perfect and incredible. And then the next morning I woke up feeling good. I got to the gym 30 minutes early. I sat on the floor and I meditated about what I was creating before Ben arrived. And then I took the last 15 minutes to warm myself up. And every time I did something right or wrong with the ball, I only chose to see or speak what I wanted. And so the stage was set. My brother-in-law walks in. I'm like, hey, you want to warm up? He's like, yeah, yeah, no. I'm good. I'm sure he was feeling confident because of his winning streak. And I proceed to beat him 15 to zero. And he looks at me. He cannot believe. And there's no way I'm going to tell him. <laughs> there's no way I'm going to show him what I'm doing. At least that's mentally where I was at back then. And we played a second game. And we always played best out of three. We only played, we played two games. And I beat him really badly on the second game again. And by the third game, he wanted to play a third game just because he was so infuriated. Um, he's the kind that got – back then he'd get really hot under the collar if he didn't perform well enough. He was frustrated. So I said, hey, you know, don't sweat it. I'll play you next week. Well, week after week after week after week, while Ben got good, he could not beat me. And I was just blown away. I was so convicted by this whole law of attraction thing. And I finally, after two months, I felt bad. It's like, hey, Ben. 
I wanted to kind of give you this DVD. This is how I've been beating you. <laughs> He's joking. He's just laughing at me like, this is a joke, right? I'm like, no, for real. So he watches the DVD. We play next week, and I win two games, and he wins a game. And then for the next several months, we did these epic battles where I would sometimes win, he would sometimes win. Um, we, we both had our minds trained on what we were doing. So um, this law of attraction Think how often in life, if you're getting something you don't want, it means that you must somehow want the thing that you don't want because it repeatedly shows up in your life. And I want to, before I turn it over to you, Stephen, I, I just want to invite everyone to do this right now, especially if you're in a place where you can close your eyes. I want to invite you to ground and take a deep breath in and get present. And here's a little exercise. I want to invite you to make a list of three things right now Three undesirable things that show up frequently in your life. Take a moment right now to write down the three things, the three undesirable things that show up repeatedly in your life. And as you're doing this exercise, I want to invite you to think about this as you're writing them down. What thoughts do you have in association with these fruits? And Stephen, a little bit, I'd love to actually bring someone on and have, a, have this dialogue with them. If we've got a, a willing participant that's, that will jump on the line and, and is, be, is willing to be vulnerable and see if we can help create a, a breakthrough, an aha of, oh, I actually am beginning to see how I'm participating in creating this undesirable result in my life. Perfect. Yeah, so we are on Q&A mode right now. So for anyone that would like to participate, uh, go ahead and press star six and you'll go in the queue. Okay, we've got uh, phone number ending in 3520. All right. Again, phone number ending in 3520, you're on. And if you're speaking, you may be muted out. We can't hear you. All right. right. Do we have someone else in the queue? Not, not at the moment. Okay, let's see if someone gets there. Stephen, why don't you go ahead and share the next piece here, and then we'll, we'll hop back when someone jumps in there. Absolutely can. So um, a lot of you know that I love Napoleon Hill, and uh, you know we've been talking about so many people and individuals that talk about it, and one of the things I love about Napoleon Hill is he has a way with words of really just capturing an image. And um, in his book, uh, Think and Grow Rich, he taught, our brains become magnetized with the dominating thoughts which we hold in our minds. And by means with which no man is familiar, these magnets attract to us the forces, the people, the circumstances of life, which harmonize with the nature of our dominating thoughts. So really... When you look at the law of attraction, it's, it's all about that like attracts like. And the more, you can, the more you can stay in a certain thought, the longer you can stay on a certain thought, and this is, this is something that I talk about where I talk about uh, harmonious obsession, right? If you can stay on a specific thought long enough and think about it and dream about it and and mull it over in your mind and focus on it constantly. There, there's a literal magnetization. I mean, it, there, there's, this, there's this thing that happens where because of that persistent thought, because of that persistence, it, it, actually, it actually starts to bring those things into existence. And like he says, it attracts the forces, the people, the circumstances. I want you just to think for a second to yourself, have you ever been in a space where you thought of somebody you, you thought you're, you know, you're, you're at the store or maybe, maybe you're at a theme park or some crazy place where you're even maybe away from your home, uh, even a distance, and you think to yourself, man, I would, love to, 
I would love to see someone I haven't seen in a while, or I'd love to, you know, or, or someone, someone's name comes into your mind, you start to think about them, and then all of a sudden, they show up. Have you ever had that experience? I know I've had that experience several times, or sometimes I use this in parking, where I think to myself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to park really close to the, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to park right next to the doors of the store. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just, I want the, the front row parking. You know, I, I'm going to get this, and I call this parking karma, where I'll think about it and think about it, and I'll imagine the space, and often, like seriously, so often, I'll pull up, and there will be that parking space. And that's just something small. But truly, our thoughts create the space. When we persist in the thought, it magnetizes the things that we're looking for to come into our space, to come into our existence. So, Chris, it looks like we've got several other people that are here on the line right now. I just want to make sure one more time, I've got uh, uh, phone number ending in 3520. Um, well, I guess that was not in the queue anymore. So let's go to the next here. Um, phone number ending in 9898. Yeah, can you? Go ahead. Yeah, this, this is Paul Taylor. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. How are you guys doing? Yeah, doing well. So, great, Paul, great. as you were making your list, what did you come up with? Well, I came up with three things. Uh, um, lack, of, lack of financial freedom, uh, weight, and divorce. So you can, you, can, you can pick or I'll pick or whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay, well, you've got three powerful thoughts. And so let me share with you, Paul, what human nature would dictate. Every single time we have an undesirable thing occur, whether it's reflecting on our divorce or receiving a bill reminding us of our financial situation, or we look in the mirror and we see some of the unwanted weight, what it does is it produces this very pow powerful evidence. And the evidence what it does is it stirs up our limiting beliefs and it says this is how things need to be. And here's how and why we are always speaking to creation what we want, even if it's not true at first. People will say, Chris, it's crazy. So you're telling me, Paul, you could even call me crazy. You say, Chris, you want me to stand in front of the mirror and defy what I see with my eyes and instead, you want me to speak into creation and feel emotionally and energetically the body that I want as if I'm seeing it? Why would I do that? Well, it's because like attracts like. And I want to ask you, um, when you think of, pick any of these three and, and let's have a conversation about it. Okay, but let's work on, uh, I, I put down poverty, but I, it's lack of financial abundance or no, 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 no. I like what you put down. You put down, you didn't just say, oh, uh, money's hard to come by. You actually wrote um, a, a super powerful word. You wrote the word poverty. Okay? What are some of the scripting that you tell yourself in your head when you reflect on your financial situation? Um, the thought has come to me that I, I don't have the right to be happy. And if I had resources, I'd have decisions to make, and I might make wrong decisions. And so it's, there's a lot of things kind of interwoven. <laughs> I think the major thing, I think, is that no matter how hard I work, I will be poor anyway, so why bother? Yeah. Super powerful. So um, let me ask you this instead. I mean, if that's the dialogue and the script that you have that is dictating the results of your life as it comes to finance, if you continue thinking those thoughts or if that really is the backup script that you're even defaulting to right now, what do you expect that you'll continue to attract? Poverty and less and less choices. <laughs> yeah, it's poverty and less and less choices. And it's also this evidence that continues to show that you're going without. One of the hardest reasons why people uh, struggle to break the, the, this poverty cycle is because it's much easier. You're programmed to see what you're missing out on. Instead of if you were to pick up a penny on the ground, you may not even feel gratitude for it because there's no way that that can balance out the equation of what else is happening in your life. Does that make sense? Yes. So – you need an entirely different script if you want to produce something different because the louder script is the one that gets heard. And ultimately, everything does get heard, but I'm going to invite you to step into a paradox. That's what the law of attraction 
requires. You're intentionally creating a paradox where your results are saying one thing, but your desires are saying something different. And the louder one gets to win. So if your script is louder about the lack of, of money and poverty versus the script that says, oh my gosh, I am blessed with so much insane abundance. Like right now, let me ask you. If I were to say, make the statement, give me three reasons, and answer this question, give me three reasons why you are amongst the wealthiest people on the planet. What would, some, what would three reasons be? Um, well, I have my health. I'm a very healthy person. Uh, people think I'm younger than I am. Uh, but, but typically, I mean, I've got plenty of food. I've got a roof over my head. I have, uh, it's warm in my house. It's uh, 20 degrees outside, and my house is 70 degrees or whatever temperature I want to put it at. Awesome. Give me another reason. Uh, another reason is uh, I just have freedom to do. I mean, I, I, I could become wealthy. I live in the greatest country of the world. I have tremendous opportunities. Where I'm not even talking about opportunities. or I'm not talking about the fact that you could become wealthy. What do you have and actually possess in the moment that shows you that you are wealthy? Uh, I drive a, a nice car that gets good gas mileage. It's uh 2014 Honda, and it's a wonderful car, and gets me everywhere I want to go. You know, I was when I was in Africa a couple of months ago. I was surprised that the only cars that are for sale there um, are cars that are generally five, six, seven, eight, or nine years old and used. Um, it's you know the amount of money you'd have to pay to actually import a new car there. I mean, just even, just even if any of you are on the phone and you're driving a car and the car actually yesterday got you from somewhere to somewhere or even today, oh my gosh, we are like the wealth that we currently possess is so incredible. And if we choose to go into that mindset, Paul, you have the ability to access far greater wealth because we've got to tap into something that is true right now for you. And the reality is, between your health, your thermostat, your, the home that you find yourself in, the fact that it's warm, and the car that you drive makes you incredibly wealthy. Now, any one of us can always look at somebody else and say, but I'm not wealthy compared to somebody else. If we were to take all comparisons out, could you write for yourself a script of why you are already today in this moment incredibly wealthy? Oh, yes. 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 And you could add into that the desires of what you're calling into creation, especially the things that haven't yet happened. That's the paradox. That's where I want you to intentionally include in these statements what you want, but stating it as if you have it. Because if your world mentally makes sense that you already possess it, then your physical reality, like attracts like, and your physical reality has to come to match the reality in your mind. So your mind is ultimately dictating what your external world looks like. If you want to change the external world, then all you have to do is convince your internal world of what you want and what your faith and conviction is in having it, believing, not just that it will come, but believing that it already has as if you had somehow have this magic ability to transcend time. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. Mm -hmm. So here's my assignment for you and for everyone on the line. Before, uh, before I go back, kick over to Stephen on his next thought. I want to invite you, Paul, and I want to invite everyone on the line to take the top three uh, points of lack in your life or the, the evidences that say you're not getting what you want. And I want you instead, not just to do belief breakthrough and create a new belief, I want you to write out an entire new series of statements for your mind palace um, that describe the world that you desire as if it has already come. And I want you to be reading this every day. I want you to read it with conviction. I want you to read it with feeling because that's how you enact this law of attraction so that once your mind knows what you want and the orders are given and you spend time in your mind palace living there and seeing it and breathing it and experiencing it, then all of a sudden, you start getting all these very real physical cues in life of, oh, a job opportunity just opened up. A brand new neighbor moved in and had an opportunity that elevated your life. Um, you know, you went to go serve somebody because you are living this incredible mindset of abundance, and in serving them, it opened up a door to a connection that you needed to make for this incredible level up. That way, your mind has the ability to direct your external affairs. Does this make sense? Totally, yeah, that's very, very powerful. 
Okay, awesome. So I'm going to commit you to take time to do that this week or even today and for everyone online to do the same. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So, uh, Chris, I think we'll do another one of these in just a minute. Uh, we've got several people in the queue, and, and that first caller is back again, so I'd love to give them an opportunity. But before we, before we move to an, another person, um, the, the concept of attraction is so powerful because you will either attract what you want or you're going to attract things that you don't necessarily want. And if, if you take a look at your life right now, and Chris had everyone write down those three undesirable things that, that show up in life, I want you to, for a moment to question why are these things showing up and think about, go through your day, uh, think about how you think, think about the thoughts that you're giving energy to, think about the words that you speak. Um, I, I think I mentioned this on a call a little while ago, but you know, I, was, I was listening to my wife have a conversation with her cousin uh, just a couple weeks ago. And this is a cousin that she hadn't spoken with, with in a while. And this is an individual that uh, has, has gone through a lot of different trial in her life. And, uh, you know, as we all have, but she was kind of in the midst of it right at, at that moment. And they were talking, and it was crazy to me to listen and to, to hear almost everything that came out of her mouth was a complaint of some sort, um, was talking about how she was stuck in this space, how she didn't know how to get out of where she was, how life was just difficult and hard. And I mean, and this, this were, well, like literally every word that came out of her mouth had some negative undertone or some horrible, you know, was describing some horrible thing. And, and even when my wife would try to bring her out of it or try to talk about the positive of, of what she had or you know, give her some, some encouragement, she would go right back to it. And so really, when you look at individuals, if you look at your life and where you are today, and then you look at a mentor or someone who you look up to in some aspect of their life, then maybe, they, maybe they have a relationship that uh, is, is a, something that you would like to aspire to. Maybe, maybe they have a physical body that you'd like to aspire to. Maybe you, know, maybe you want more health, and, and they're a good example of that. Maybe financially speaking, they figure things out, and so you're looking to them for, for financial encouragement or financial advice. Anybody that is experiencing great success in their life, it's because they've learned that the law of attraction works both ways. They've learned that truly... They are the driver. They are the, the powerful component that brings about everything in their life. And either they're going to spend their time focusing on those things that will, will you know, take them down or tear them down or continue to create the things that they don't want, or they will begin to focus on the things that they do want to create. And as a matter of fact, in uh, another one of Napoleon Hill's books, which is called Just Grow Rich with Peace of Mind, so kind of an offshoot of Think and Grow Rich. This is just Grow Rich with Peace of Mind. Um, he talks about some of the individuals who, who he was able to interview and spend a lot of time with, people like Henry Ford, people like Andrew Carnegie, uh, people like Thomas Edison. And he said, you know, these individuals that, uh, that he spoke with, their minds were free of any fear. Their minds were free of any doubt and they had a firm belief that they could truly do anything that they wished. It was all in their mental attitude. So much of the law of attraction has to do with just our mental attitude. And so looking back at those, those things that Chris asked you to write down, those three undesirable things that show up in life, think of the why behind it. How often are you, are you sitting in your crap? Meaning how often are you speaking words that are damaging rather than that are uplifting or building how often are you yeah. thinking of the horrible situation that you're in or the the bill that you have to pay rather than being grateful like chris said earlier for the car that you have to drive or that you have money to pay bills or even that you have been able to enjoy the service of where that bill comes from yeah you know Stephen, um i want to share with everyone right now for me probably one of my most profound thoughts that impacts my ability to create. Um, and I want to start with this quote by Albert Einstein. He says, the world we have created is a product of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. Albert Einstein 
is an innovator, right? He brought, he helped us understand the law of physics. Um, you take a look at the other people that you admire in the world, take a look at your mentors. And they could be all different, but you know they share something in common. Like for example, Bill Gates, he innovated brand new technology. Or maybe there's a pharmaceutical company that, that helped create a vaccine for polio. Or think about all the things that have come into creation that we admire that all started with nothing but a thought, a desire, or a dream. Um, I surround myself with dreamers. And I surround myself with action takers. And dreaming is good and action is better and we need both. And I want to throw this on top of you. If the people that we admire in life that advance technology and advance innovations and invent new things, if what they share in common is that they are innovators, then if you want to become a powerful creator, then maybe you need to consider yourself an innovator. Because an innovator brings something new about. They don't repeat the old, they create something new. Thomas Edison was an innovator. And here's one of the things that you can do to step into innovating more intentionally. Uh, for years, my wife and I, when we would do our January goal setting, I had gone to the store and we had made this massive poster. It was like three feet wide and five feet tall. And it covered the five areas of our life. And so it had a space for our bodies and our finances and our relationship and our spirituality. And there was even a miscellaneous section. And then what we did is we had it laminated. And we did that so that we could take dry erase markers and post-it notes. And when we would set our goals, we would put them on there. And then when we achieved them, we'd take them down and then we'd upgrade them to another level. Okay? This piece of paper represented, that was a formula for our innovations. That was our, 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 our formula for what we were calling into creation. And you and I as creators, we are innovators, okay? We're here to bring the world something new it hasn't had before. And for most of us, if you want to give your gift to the world, a part of that gift is going to reflect back on you in your life, which means you've got to get out of the selfish mode, the selfish thinking, and the selfish being. If everything is about my financial status is not where it needs to be, my body isn't where it needs to be, you know, my spirituality isn't where it needs to be, then you get to get that figured out. Because until you figure that out, your greater impact, the legacy for the world, cannot be met because you're too busy living whose life. You're, you're too busy there just for you. So I'm inviting all of you to try on this new belief that I'm a creator, I'm an innovator, and that what you're doing is you're bringing, you're bringing new tech to the world. And your gift, for you to give birth to it, it starts with you learning how to go beyond your own needs. I'm inviting you to create a blueprint with this law of attraction and to write out the four major domains of limitless. We talk about limitless connection, limitless health, limitless wealth, and limitless power. And as you write those four down, I want to invite you to create a script for what you want in each of those four areas. I want to invite you to read it. And friends, you've heard me say things like this or similar to this before, but here's my invitation today. Do it. Because even long before mastery can, can occur, you have to start somewhere. And there's a next level for me, and there's a next level for you. There's a next level for every one of us here. I'm going to invite you to take greater control of your consciousness, awareness, and your life by setting the law of attraction and motion by getting clear with what you want precisely in each of those four areas, and then expect innovation. Expect progress. And as you progress, you know, Paul, for example, as he gets a greater hold of his finances, and before he even maybe makes more money, he steps into such deep gratitude with the fact that he's one of the wealthiest kings. If he were to compare himself to Pharaoh of way back then, Paul's wealthier today than the Pharaoh. We, all of us, we are the wealthiest people on the planet, even if you are living at a poverty level, even if you're on food stamps. We all like there's a place where we can summon this incredible strength where we're at. So as Paul comes to, you know, love and appreciate where he is financially and then take corrective steps for that and his body and for his relationships and create space, knowing the script, knowing what he's creating, all of a sudden it's like setting out this powerful signal from your mind to God and the rest of the universe and all the people around you saying, I know who I am and I know what I want. My beacon is flaring. It's my SOS signal saying these things come to me now. And then you get to see how these attractions start coming to you because like attracts like, and these things now have permission to step into your life. Awesome, Chris. Um, let's go ahead and bring on our next caller here. Again, this is phone number ending in 3520. Let's see here. Can you hear me now? 
Yes, we can hear you. Who do we have? I think I was muted before, but I didn't mute myself. I couldn't get myself undone. Okay, so I love what I've heard already so far. Um, It kind of connected some dots for me. I've been falling into this pattern of believing what someone else said because I was putting them in an authority position. Um, I had a doctor tell me that um, I had a couple of conditions and that's how my health was going to stay. So I've been working and working and working at creating something different and I've stayed the same. And I'm just like, what is going on? I've done everything, quote, right, and nothing's working. Well, that's because I'm buying into this story that this doctor told me that I'm going to have this condition forever and nothing's going to change. And... That's exactly what I'm believing. You know, I'm so glad that you brought this up because let's reverse engineer how we got to our current level of creation. It all started because we had an idea or someone suggested an idea and we latched onto it. And if the idea was bad, we'll have bad fruit. And if the idea is good, we'll have good fruit. And, you know, as you're dealing with this health condition, if you choose to take that first information that comes from a highly credible source that says this is the way it's got to be, then what's going to happen is you've shut every other possible door. There's only one door to walk through, and it's the one that is marked with the idea and belief that you're putting your faith in. And if that doesn't open up doors for healing or progress, then it doesn't matter how many doctors you see. It doesn't matter how many diets you try. It doesn't you know, matter what the witch doctor supplement says you should take. It cannot have a positive impact if you don't believe that it can. Right. So you get to now create a whole new story to introduce new possibility. And what does that story get to sound like? Give us a taste of it. Well, what it gets to sound like is that I am in charge of my body and my being. And in being in charge of my body and my being, I get to write something totally new, which means I get to have health. I get to have fitness. I get to have flexibility. I get to have weight loss. I get to have everything that I desire. Yeah. And just, just for a fun moment, I just want to play with you a little bit on this topic, okay? Let me ask you, is your mouth moving and, and words are coming out? Yes. Are your, are, your, uh, are your lungs inflating and deflating and working functionally? Yes. And do you weigh less than 1,000 pounds? Yes. Okay, so in this moment, just by virtue of that little bit, don't you have such incredible evidence of how amazing your body already is? Yes. In fact, we could, you could say, hey, Chris, here are the four things that aren't working with my body, but let me ask you, could you make a list of 10,000 things that are? Yes you have far greater evidence of how healthy and functional your body is. All we, all we need to do now is finish adopting the rest of the mindset that gets to take these little nuisances, even the ones sometimes that are terminal, and we have to nip them in the butt. Because the reality is that you are living in an abundance of health. You have chronic health. You have your body serving you and doing so many miraculous, amazing functions for you right now. You're, I don't even know what your kidney's doing. It's doing something really good for you, and your spleen and that little back thing in the, next to the spine is producing some kind of good hormone thingy for you. Like, your body is doing so many incredible things for you right now, and from there, you absolutely get to embrace this new story of possibility because, oh, little things like manifesting weight loss and and, and greater agility and body movement and flexibility, yeah, you are so powerful. Of course you can create that. And that's the energy that the story gets to have. It gets to be so believable, um, even if it's different than your current reality, because that's how you attract new possibility and open those doors. You willing to do it? Yes. Awesome. Okay, so here's your homework. Like it is for everyone else. I want you to take this, and I want you to script out the all, you know, even imagine that you were to fast forward into the future, and the problem were totally gone, and you were now reflecting back, and you are now telling, telling everyone about your present condition. That's the energetic space I want you to write this message to yourself from, and this is what you get to pour your love and your faith and your energy and all the positive vibes into, so we can start bearing the, the new fruits that you desire. Okay, Awesome. All right, game on. Thanks for being with us on the call. Thank you. You know, as I was sitting there listening, um, 
a story came to mind. This is a story that I had heard a long time ago. My mother uh, was really into, you know, learning about homeopathic remedies and all these different things. And she came across a book probably when I was nine or ten years old, written by a medical doctor by the name of Dr. Lorraine Day. And if you've never heard about Dr. Lorraine Day, I mean, her story is just one of, that, that's tremendous. This, this is a woman who was a medical doctor herself. Uh, I mean, she had no small reputation. Uh, she, she was uh, a part of the staff or faculty and staff at the University of California, I think it was, or, or excuse me, uh, yes, University of California uh, in San Francisco, the School of Medicine as an associate professor as well, uh, vice chairman of the Department of uh, Orthopedics. I mean, this, this was a very well-known woman, uh, she, you know, um, in, in her respected field. And uh, very much, you know, like I said, she was a, a medical doctor. She got cancer, and it was, it was a very severe advanced cancer. And um, it showed itself by uh, she started to get a tumor in her chest that started off as, a, you know, the size of a, of a small grape and, and very rapidly grew to the size of a, uh, of a grapefruit. I mean, and, and this was crazy because, of course, in her field, you know, everyone was telling her, you've got to go get do chemotherapy, you need to get the radiation treatment, you need to do all of these, uh, all these different things, you know, you've got to, uh, you got to do what the medical industry would typically recommend, and she knew what those treatments did to the body, she understood how that, uh, you know, how chemo and radiation oftentimes is, is killing the body more than it's helping it, and she said, I'm not going to do that. And everyone told her that she was crazy, but here's the neat thing, and this is where the law of attraction came into play for her, is she believed fully that she could be healed. She believed that although all of her, all of the experts and all of her colleagues told her that she needed to do this, that, and the other, she believed that she could do it differently, that she could be healed. And so she went on this, this you know, whole foods diet, uh, eating raw, raw foods and I mean, all these different things. And she started changing her lifestyle and changing the way that she did things. And all of her thoughts, everything that she would, would say and think about was about how she was healthy and how she was gaining health and how her body could repair itself. And, and in her story, and if you read through and, and learn about her and what she did, uh, eventually she got rid of her cancer, that, that grapefruit-sized um, tumor shrunk back down to nothing, and uh, it, it was a, a modern-day miracle. I mean, you know, pe no, people couldn't believe what she was able to do. And I will tell you, the reason why it was able to happen, the reason why she was able to manifest health in her life is by proper application of the law of attraction. You see this all the time. You know, uh, Viktor Frankl, who was another doctor of a different sort. He was a psychiatrist in, in Germany, Nazi Germany, during the time of, of you know, the concentration camps. He was a Jewish man that was sent to a concentration camp who experienced so much trial, so much tribulation, but he, he, recognized that the, he recognized the power of the individual's thoughts. And he recognized that as long as he felt that he was going to be okay, as long as he had this belief and this desire to live that he would. But on the other hand, he also recognized that this, as soon as individuals that were in the same camp, who were experiencing the exact same things, who had the same quote-unquote level of health as he did, the moment that they decided that they were done, in other words, the moment that they decided that they, they no longer wanted to fight for their life, they no longer wanted to live, that within 48 hours, they would actually pass away. This, this law of attraction is is powerful and it works at uh, at both sides. Thank you, Stephen. Um, here's the here's the parting thought that I would like to leave everyone with. Your life matters and it matters so much. Your heart is beating. You got a purpose. You got a mission. You got a movement inside of you. Right now, we're gathered here together through Limitless to change the world. And the worlds that we're changing start with yours. We got a whole universe to work within. And here's my invitation for you. If you want to set up 2017 to be a magical year, get super clear with what you want to create in each of the four Limitless domains, in your health, your wealth, your connection, and your power. Know what you want. Know what that script needs to be. Write it as long as it needs to be. 
And this is something you get to commit to your heart and to your mind. At a moment's notice, I could point my finger at you and say, go, and you should be able to communicate exactly what you want in each of those areas. Because if you can, and if you properly train yourself to know what that is, that is the first step of letting God, the rest of the universe, and the rest of us people step into your life and help contribute to help you attract the things that are going to help you fulfill that higher level of mission and purpose. Um, what we are going to be doing uh, with this nine-week manifesting series is we are going to, next week, we be talking about the next law. We're going to cover all nine of them. We're going to make it as interactive as possible. We're going to be giving you assignments so that, uh, so that we can help each one of you um, continue to move forward into a higher level of mastery with these laws. Uh, before we end our call, um, and Stephen, or I guess I should say, before I turn it over to you, just a couple of things. Uh, next week was Christmas. On Monday, we will not be having our, uh, our Limitless Tribe call. We will post a, a reminder on Facebook. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and just skip next week and let, let you have time with your family for the holidays and hopefully for time off from work and, and make time to create valuable, deep, beautiful connections and incredible memories. And then you can join us the Monday right after, same time as we jump into the next law of creation. And um, super excited to continue sharing these messages that I, what I can tell you is that they've changed my life. Uh, the miracles cannot be counted on my hands anymore. I feel, feel deeply grateful that I have access to this information, that I get to share it, and that I get to live it. And uh, I hope that it continues to be an, a tremendous blessing for you and your family in 2017. Thanks for being on the call, Stephen. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. So just one more time for everybody, uh, by way of reminder, tomorrow at 11 a.m. at Chris's home or utilizing the same call-in number that you're calling in right now, we will have our Limitless Leadership Training. It's going to be fantastic. You definitely want to be there with us. Uh, boom. That's right. <laughs> and then uh, January 18th through the 20th is our National Limitless event. So excited for that. We're growing. There are so many other events that are, that are coming on. Uh, if you haven't um, plugged in, make sure that you're on the tribe page, that you're following uh, our different Facebook pages. We have so many different regionals that are coming up. We've got our, our health intensive coming up early next year. Uh, so, so get all those and put them on your calendar. And, and invite people. Be there yourself. Invite people to come as well. Next week, we're talking about the law of alignment. It's going to be fantastic. So excited. Uh, such a tremendous law within the nine laws of conscious creation. And uh, so commit to be there as well. Um, everyone have a very, very Merry Christmas. Have a safe holiday. Uh, enjoy your families. We love you. We appreciate you. We're so grateful for all the work that you're doing and all the contributions that you make to our Limitless family. Um, it does not go unseen. We see it. We recognize it uh, and are truly grateful uh, for, for everything that you put into building um, this amazing movement and helping it to move forward to those that need it the most. So with that, just everyone have a fantastic week. Have a wonderful and very Merry Christmas. Uh, meet us then on the uh, tomorrow hopefully everyone will have a chance to be with us at the limitless leadership training and again like chris said we will not be having next week's next week's monday call nor will we be having next week's tuesday call so both of those will be uh um uh we are going to go we're not going to be doing those be, due to the holiday so we'll be then we resume the week following and with that everyone have a fantastic week thank you so much let's uh let's end with a huge we are limitless I am All right. All unmuted on the count of three. One, two, three. I am limitless. I am limitless. Woo!